Hey everyone, thank you for joining us here at 5 Day Challenges. We believe this challenge will impact your life and those around you. We have thousands of believers that have already joined from around the globe. We want to remind you that we will be interacting with you throughout the broadcast by taking your questions for our guests, pray over your prayer requests and pass out exciting giveaways at the end of each broadcast. Also, it's so important to know that this is a challenge. We will not only be providing you with information, but we will be giving you practical steps of how to put this information into action immediately. Because we want our 5-Day Challenges community to not just be hearers of the word, but also be doers of the word. And also, we would love to know where you're watching from. So post your location into the feed. And now, let's prepare hard and get ready to receive something so special that God has for you and be challenged to step more into your God-given destiny. Now, let's welcome our hosts. Hello. Hello. Hi, everyone. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for taking your time and tuning in again to our five-day challenges we have currently over 5,500 people who are in this five-day challenge family from over 80 nations. Isn't that fantastic? And remember, we have created a free ebook. Uh, every one of you can download that book if you want to. It's an amazing book that will really encourage your faith. You can see it here, fivedaychallenges.com slash ebook, a free download. Um, and I want to just share a little bit who we are. We, we have a ministry called Kingdom Family Multiplication. You see the website here. Uh, we also have a Facebook group called Kingdom Family Multiplication. And yeah, it says it all. The name says it all. We are about the kingdom. We want to see a family, a bride of Christ that is united here on earth, that we come together and become the greatest army so that we can multiply disciples into the nations. So if you want to see any more of that, just go onto the website, connect with us, and, and we love to just connect with you too. So awesome absolutely so obviously we are not hosting this ourselves but the chins and the brands we are co-hosting this challenge with them and tonight we just want to say a warm welcome to everyone yes. who came new uh, into this five-day challenge group into this family you are welcome here yes um, we have an incredible opportunity once again tonight. It's the last day for us to have this five-day challenge on uh, prayer and faith. But who better could we bring in than Uncle Mel Tari? We want to welcome Uncle Mel Tari. Let's bring him in. Thank you so much for coming on today. Hello. It's a very Hello. Hello. early morning start for him. So we really, really thank you. It's 7 a.m. on your end in California. So thank you. Thank you for doing this for us. We love you. And we just welcome you uh, as, a, as a father to the faith, especially here in Asia. You, you've been such a forerunner. And we are so excited to be with you today. Well, it's my pleasure. Yes, it is my pleasure, Benji and Daniela, uh, to see you both, and especially for all our friends that are joining us from the 80 countries. I just want to let you know, this mm -hmm. is a very important moment. It is not just a time where you click into your uh, uh, computer screen to see somebody speaking. Mm -hmm. I was just thinking before uh, I was watching you there, that this moment is like the moment, imagine this, mm -hmm. that it was 2000 years ago, and the two Marys came, just came back from the tomb and mm -hmm. they knew that Jesus has been risen from the dead. Yeah. And they went over to the disciples. Now the disciples were in a lockdown in the house. Remember that? Mm -hmm. And they said to the disciples, don't stay in the house. Don't be discouraged. Mm -hmm. Don't be uh, depressed here. Don't be wondering what is going on. Don't be afraid because he, the risen Christ is waiting in Mount 
Galilee for you. Uh -huh. And as the disciples went to Galilee, guess what they heard? The <laughs> word of Jesus who said, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. And from that moment on, as they heard his voice and they obey him, he opened up the nations to them. And today, billions of people, including all of you who are listening now, loving yeah. and following Jesus. So this is a very special moment. And so yeah. I encourage you in this next hour or so, mm -hmm. listen to the voice of the Holy Spirit, because Jesus is present with you where you are, because mm -hmm. he's omnipresent and he wants to speak to you. He wants to transform your life, encourage you and release you unto your destiny for this generation. Uh, what a start. Way to go, Uncle <laughs> what Man. A launch of this <laughs> session together. Thank you so much. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and about your ministry for all the ones who wouldn't know yet about you? All right. We'll be happy to, Benji. Uh, I'm 74 years old wow. now, and I have known and followed Jesus for 50 five years right. now the reason i tell you that is because most of you who are uh, listening right now you're probably younger if there's anybody here who is older than 74 you're welcome just remember moses was 80 years old when he <laughs> encountered the great i am in the burning bush so mm. if you are 74 and over you're welcome but i know that most of you are young here when i was 19 years old that is when I accept Jesus as my own personal savior in the little uh, tiny island of Timor. And so uh, after that, or before that even, I was thinking to go study to become a medical doctor. But when Jesus came into my heart, he spoke to me very clearly. And mm -hmm. he said to me, I want you to go into all the world to preach the gospel. So I have done that for this last 55 years. I will talk about it a little bit more here. But in these last 55 years, I have seen millions come to Jesus. People raised from the dead. God mm -hmm. changed water unto wine, the blind see, and the people walk. I have seen the Bible come alive in this generation. So mm -hmm. I want to encourage all of you. If, by the grace of God, I can walk with Jesus for these last 55 years and forward, then each one of you here, doesn't matter how long you have known the Lord, you have at least 55 years from this moment on to walk with Jesus and experience his love, know him, relate with him, obey him and listen to his voice. So uh, the gospel is not a fly by night, as we said here in America or an English term uh, uh, experience. No, it is an eternal experience. It is an eternal walk with God. And when God starts something with you, he will go all the way with you until the finish line. So mm -hmm. if I can walk with Jesus for 55 years, you mm -hmm. certainly can mm -hmm. and will do the same. And mm -hmm. I want you to remember that. Wow. True. I just quickly want to refer to your shirt that you're wearing. It's a Baltic <laughs> shirt. And this yes. is a traditional uh, dress Indonesia. up in from Indonesia. We've yes. lived in Malaysia. It's similar there. And, you know, if you usually wear a suit and a tie in Western countries, this is what you wear like as a government official in Indonesia. Yes. So it's, mm. it's just this really uh, just nice, beautiful, formal, beautiful, formal <laughs> Stress sure. up. So thanks for so much for coming on this way. <laughs> <laughs> my pleasure, my pleasure, Benji and Daniela. Wow. Uncle Mel, we can really testify to that. We saw you preaching last year in Chiang Mai where we met you. And mm -hmm. when you made the altar call, just the uh, front was flooded. I oh, think oh. everyone stood up and came to the front mm -hmm. for salvation and healing. And I would be interested, what? How did you keep your fire burning hmm. for so many years? And what advice can you give to us young people for our generation to keep going strong like you are? Let me start by saying, first and foremost, embrace Jesus and make him to be the center of your attention and hmm. affection every day. The mm -hmm. Bible said, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So mm -hmm. first and foremost is Jesus and his kingdom. You see, the Bible said in John chapter 3, verse 16, for God so loved the world, mm -hmm. he gave us his only begotten son. Mm -hmm. Sometimes 
uh, as Christians or as people, uh, when we talk about God, we think of, about healing, we think about blessing, we think about all the good things that we would like to receive from God. Well, that's good. But remember, Christianity is not what we receive in life, even mm -hmm. though that is part of it. Christianity mm -hmm. is knowing, embracing, and accepting the gift of God. And that gift is not healing. That gift is a person. Now, mm -hmm. that person is Jesus. And when you come to know Jesus and embrace him, he is the healer. And when you accept the person, Jesus, the healer, then healing becomes yours. When you embrace Jesus, the Savior, then salvation will uh, become yours. When mm. you receive Jesus, the King of Kings, the Creator, the Miracle Worker, the Prince mm. of Peace, Joy Everlasting, Alpha and Omega, then mm. Jesus uh, will be all that He is in your life. So first and foremost, mm. allow Jesus to be the center of your love and your affection and your attention every day of your life mm -hmm. and once you do that and you walk with him then the bible said uh, remember john the baptist said to the people i baptize you unto water mm -hmm. but he that will come after me talking about jesus will baptize you unto the holy spirit and fire just mm -hmm. like moses for 40 years he was there in the wilderness but there's one day that he went up the mountain and lo and behold, there's the burning bush. And out of the burning bush, the great I am spoke to Moses. Hmm. And when he spoke to Moses and released him, Moses of 40 years of fruitful, exciting ministry, setting millions of people free from Egypt and on their way into the promised land. Hmm. So when you allow Jesus to be the center of your life, he will fill you with the Holy Ghost and fire. He mm. will speak to you from the fire and he will carry you through for years and years until the end of this life, until you enter glory. So start with Jesus. He's the way, the life and the truth. And with him and the Holy Spirit, he will carry you. Uh, uh, he's, uh, he'll, he'll carry you through the distance. He will, he will carry you all the way to the end. Mm -hmm. Wow, praise God. Mm -hmm. Wow. That's so good. Wow. Um, if you, like, people, if you have uh, questions on mm -hmm. the feed, please put them on. We'll pick up some live questions as well. So, yeah, I just want to encourage you to put in your questions if you have any. So we have a prayer and faith challenge here. And, you know, we are in a unprecedented season of COVID-19 and numbers are going up in certain places. It's challenging for many people. What word can you speak into this season of encouragement? Uh, yes, I'm glad you asked that question. Mm. Uh, I've been thinking about this uh, broadcast here today and um, the Holy Spirit uh, shared with me something very important. Now, we are in what we call, well, there's different term, quarantine, lockdown, and whatnot. Uh, basically, we are not as free to travel or to move from place to place or from country to country as we used to. Uh, mm -hmm. I myself, uh, in March, I came back from Brazil, and I was hoping that uh, the next month I will go to uh, Switzerland. I'm looking forward to see Jason there <laughs> in July, but all the meetings were postponed in different countries, in different places because of uh, the travel restric restriction, this COVID-19 and this lockdown. But let me share with you what God has in mind in this lockdown. Mm -hmm. Remember Apostle Paul, mm -hmm. after he was called and he was sent to preach the gospel, the Macedonian call, he preached all over Asia, and there's a point that he arrived in Rome. Mm -hmm. And when he was in Rome, Paul was in a lockdown for two years. He was in a literal, literal prison for two years. Right. Now, Paul can get discouraged. He can ask a million questions. Why, Lord? Why me? Why mm. not any other way? But mm. Paul didn't do that. He used the lockdown period of two years mm. to send 13 epistles, as we call it, the letters to the Romans, to the Corinthians, to the Ephesians, to the Colossians. He used the lockdown time to share the gospel and fulfill his mission. Mm -hmm. 
So mm-hmm. the fact that he was in prison doesn't stop him from fulfilling the mission that God has called him. So 500 years ago, there's a German monk by the name Martin Luther. He was mm-hmm. in prison for one year, but he didn't use that time to be feeling sorry for himself. As a matter of fact, he used the time in lockdown to translate the Bible from Latin to German. Mm-hmm. And from there, after he was released, that was the beginning of the Reformation that changed the destiny of the church in Europe and mm-hmm. all over the world up to this day. Mm-hmm. So the lockdown should not be an event that discourages us, but the lockdown should be an opportunity for us to mm-hmm. seek the face of God and believe him for a different way where we can reach our neighbors and we can reach the nations and mm-hmm. still bring the gospel to the world. And that is why Benji and Daniela, I like the creativity mm-hmm. that God has given you and Jason. Look, here we are. We are mm-hmm. from 80 nations, you know, and God has given this, this technology here where mm-hmm. you sit in your place in Chiang Mai and I'm here in California and uh, uh, Jason is there in Switzerland and yes. all of our friends who are watching now, they are watching from different places in the world. So physically, we may be in lockdown, mm. but spiritually, we are free to use the technology and the different opportunities that God has given us to reach millions for the kingdom. Mm-hmm. As a matter of fact, the time of lockdown, the time of uh, problem like the world is going in today, the people start are open. They're wondering what's going on. And we are the one in the time of trouble, we'll show them the power of God. In the time of sickness, we bring healing. In the time of confusion, we bring peace by introducing them to Jesus, the Prince Mm -hmm. of Peace. So I want to say to all of you, this lockdown time is not the time to be discouraged, but it is the time to look and believe for opportunities, different opportunities where we can fulfill the call that God has in each one of our life. So this is the best time to be alive. You know, when Moses and the Israelites came to the Red Sea, well, they must be thinking, this is a mistake. Now we get stuck. Now Pharaoh's army is coming behind us. We're gonna be dead. No, no, no. The Red Sea is the opportunity for the people of God to see the the miracle of Mm -hmm. God parting the Red Sea so they can go over to the other side. So I want to tell all of you, the the COVID-19, the pandemic is like the Red Sea, not to stop us from going forward, Mm. but to give us the opportunity because of the presence of Jesus Mm -hmm. to see the miracle of the power of God that will open the way and make it possible for all of us to cross over to the other side. We are not going to be in this lockdown forever. We're going to cross over. We're going to be in the other side. The mm-hmm. enemy may pursue us, but we are going to see the presence of God bring us to our destiny for the glory of God. Mm. Wow. So well said. Yes. Yeah, go for yeah. it. Um, Uncle Mel, I think you are the only person I know who walked on water. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I remember last year meeting you and our sons were asking you the question. So Uncle Mel, how was it when you walked on water? And you gave a very interesting answer. And yeah, I just <laughs> asked you, can you repeat what you said? Yeah. Well, Daniela, I can't remember. I, I can't promise that I'll repeat it word for word. <laughs> just, <laughs> because that was Chiang Mai a year or two oh, back. Yeah, yeah I know. <laughs> or maybe you have some other stories inspiring. No, no, that's okay. I'll, 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 I'll go with that. Revival time that you mm-hmm. want to share. Yeah, I will go with that because it is important, Daniela. When people read my book, Like a Mighty Wind, they like that particular story of walking on water. But yes. I like to um, to uh, explain it in a way that uh, will be helpful and it is appropriate. Mm-hmm. Many times as Christians, when we read the Bible or we read somebody's testimony, our eyes usually are focused and we get excited about the miracle. And that's okay. You know, we are human beings. When miracles happen, when God does something, we get excited. But I want to tell you and the people, as I was telling uh, your boys there, that 
when we walk through the water at that time, we mm. were not looking for the miracle. As a matter of fact, I always tell people, if you look for miracles, you'll never find it. But if you pursue Jesus mm. and you pursue the loss, miracles will pursue you. Mm. So what happened was our team were told to go to a certain region, walking in those days, to preach the gospel to the multitude in that region. Mm. And on the way to that area, they come across this big river. It is the biggest river in the island of Timor. And during um, uh, rainy season, you know, the water is maybe five, 10 plus meters deep and the current was very strong. And so when the team get there to the side of the river, they decide, well, we better wait until uh, the uh, water uh, come down, then we can cross safely at that time. Mm -hmm. But remember this, the Lord spoke to them, cross now. So first and foremost, they were on their way to find the loss mm -hmm. by obeying the Lord Jesus Christ. Mm -hmm. They weren't looking for the miracles. They were looking for the loss That's in so obedience mm -hmm. to the voice of the master, mm -hmm. the great shepherd, the Lord Jesus. And so the Lord told them, cross now. So they did. And so as uh, the team crossed the river, the water come only as high as our knees. And mm -hmm. so we figure in our mind, oh, well, maybe we thought the water is deep, but maybe it isn't. So mm -hmm. the team cross over to the other side. They, we, the team stay about a month or so there, preach the gospel, share Jesus. As a matter of fact, uh, that was the time when one person has been dead for two days. Mm -hmm. And the Lord told the team to stand around the dead person, which the team did, sang a couple of songs, and the Lord raised that man from the dead. Wow. And as a result of that miracle, over 20,000 people embraced Jesus and mm -hmm. followed him. Mm -hmm. Now, after the meeting in that particular region, the team came back, walked back to uh, the little town where the revival started uh, mm -hmm. 55 years ago. And so when they came to the river, my uncle, who happened to be uh, the pastor in the little church by the river there, he said, you know what? You guys were walking on water walking on the river on well. water uh, <laughs> a month ago and he said what is that what do you mean he said well let me tell you what we saw you walk across so we figure well maybe you're walking on a sandbar or something maybe the, the river uh, the water isn't that deep and so uh. he said we followed the very path that you took <laughs> but on the first and the second step we have to move back because we almost drowned Wow. Because Holy. the water, the river was at least five to ten meters deep. Wow. So they said, or the pastor said, I knew that you guys walk on water. So he wow. said, how does it feel uh, to walk on water? And we said to him, well, we don't know how it feels. <laughs> we, didn't, we didn't even know that the miracle took place. Wow. Because you see, we are focusing on the loss mm -hmm. and on obeying the command of Jesus. And That's when right. you do that, mm -hmm. God released the miracle as a way, as the catalyst to make it possible for us to fulfill mm -hmm. the mission. And so mm -hmm. don't look for miracles. You know, don't worry about it. As a matter of fact, the reason I told you not to look for miracles, you and I, we can't raise the dead. We can't mm -hmm. heal anybody. We can so, perform miracles. Mm -hmm. I always tell people all over the world, I've seen all kinds of miracles, but I never heal anybody. I never raise anybody from the dead. Mm -hmm. Jesus is the one who does it. Yes. He healed the sick, he raised the dead, and yes. the Holy Spirit speak to the heart and bring them into the kingdom. Mm -hmm. You and I are simply partners with Jesus. And mm -hmm. as we share the gospel, Jesus and the Holy Spirit will release any and all miracle that is needed so that the people will know that Jesus is alive and he loved them with an everlasting love. So don't worry about the miracles. Pursue yes. Jesus, mm -hmm. pursue the, the loss, and the miracles will pursue you. Wow, thank you so much. This is very profound. Mm -hmm. Tell us a story about raising the dead. We just want to hear how this, <laughs> you know, experiences came about. <laughs> All right, I will tell you. I just told you a minute ago there, Benji, how uh, in that particular region, 
somebody has been dead for two days. Yeah. So, the, yeah. So the Lord spoke to the team and said, stand around the dead person and sing. So the team did, and the Lord raised that person from the dead. That was about 50 some years ago, but I'm going to tell you the latest story. Mm-hmm. And I want you to listen to this story because there's spiritual principles here that will help all of you in your walk with Jesus in the mm-hmm. coming days after this uh, five-day challenge of prayer and faith. Um, last July 2019, mm-hmm. I was in Marseille, uh, France, and speaking in a mission school there. And then I received a text message from the WhatsApp from a pastor, a young pastor, maybe mm-hmm. your age there, Benji, he's uh, 40 some years old. He's mm-hmm. from Madagascar. And so he texts me and said, Papa Mel, I'm here in Paris and I heard that you are down in Marseille teaching the school. Mm-hmm. And I also knew that uh, this coming Monday, you're going to fly back from Marseille to London, back to uh, California. Can I take a train from Paris to Marseille and meet you in the airport so that you can pray for me? I want the fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit and fire. So I said, well, you know, it's going to take you seven hour trip, you know, with the train from Paris to Marseille, one way, a round trip, that's 14 hours plus, you know, the taxi and all that. And I was Mm -hmm. feeling, oh, man, you know, (laughs) that's a long trip to uh, come just for prayer. So I said, are you sure? He said, yeah, I only need uh, 15 minutes, you know, and I'll be happy. So I said, okay, if you want to do it, uh, do it. So we met in Marseille airport and we used the 15 minutes or 30 minutes there as I lay hands and pray for him and ask for the fresh anointing and the fire of the Holy Spirit upon his life. Now he's from a young pastor from Madagascar, but uh, he spoke French because Madagascar was formerly a, a French colony many, many years ago. So he was there to preach the gospel. So we pray, I flew to London, he took the train back to Paris. And about two weeks later, he sent me a text. And he said, Papa Mel, I have been preaching all over. And last week or whenever that was, I was up in Northern France, the Northwest uh, France by Normandy, somewhere there. Mm -hmm. And I received a phone call uh, the other day from a mother. And this mama said to me that her daughter an 18-year-old daughter uh, was sick. They took her to the hospital and uh, she died uh, after that. And so the daughter has been dead for one day. So the mama called the pastor and said, you know, before we uh, bury our daughter, of course, she was very sad. Can you please pray for her? Mm-hmm. The pastor said, okay, uh, put the uh, iPhone uh, on her ears, the dead uh, young lady's wow. ears. Wow. And so the mama did that. And the distance of uh, where the mother was and the pastor was is about 200 kilometers. Mm-hmm. And so the pastor prayed. And when he said, Amen, lo and behold, the young lady woke up. <laughs> she was to death. Wow. And she said to the pastor, When you pray, I saw a big hand grab hold of me meaning her spirit of course and when you say amen the big hand put me back onto my body and here i am alive and so of course the mama was ecstatic the pastor was happy so Mm. they brought her to paris and different Mm. places and she gave her testimony and Mm. as a result many many people come to know jesus and of course uh, this is one story that i'm telling you now my good friends, I, I think you have Heidi on your last uh, yes. five-day challenge mm-hmm. there, yes. uh, prayer and faith. Uh, I was the best man in Heidi and Roland's wedding mm-hmm. 40 years ago. <laughs> and after that, uh, God sent them all over the world. And 20-some mm-hmm. years ago, the Lord sent them to Mozambique. And of mm-hmm. course, they have seen many come to Jesus, over 5,000 churches established in yeah. Mozambique, people impacted all over the world. They've yeah. seen probably over 150 plus people raised from the dead. Yes, yeah. there's challenges, but Jesus came through big time in yeah. their life and in their ministry. So yeah. I want to tell all of you who are listening now, I'm looking for a new Heidi and a new Roland. Yeah. Roland and Heidi will, of course, keep on uh, serving God. But I'm yeah. looking for this young generation, a Benji, a Daniela, yeah. a Jason, a Debbie, 
And mm. each one of you who are following me here, this is your time. If God can send me to the nations this last 55 years, if God sent Roland and Heidi to Mozambique and the nations of the world, he wants to do the same thing with each one of you here. Mm. As you open your heart and embrace Jesus and let him fill you with the Holy Spirit and fire, you too can see millions come to the uh, millions come to jesus and embrace the love of god in their heart and you are going to see the miracle of god release in your generation so mm -hmm. benji if you don't mind i would like to pray for the people okay. right now and then you can yes. continue Go your question here yeah. can i, I just say one 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 more thing just quickly yes. If you haven't yes. invited your friends to this feed, please bring them on. It's such a powerful broadcast. Just let, let's just all receive. So thank you so much, Mel. All right. Now, when Moses came up to the mountain, he has been up that mountain many, many times. Mm -hmm. But this day was different because that was the day that he saw the burning bush and heard the voice of the great I am from the burning bush that released him to go to Pharaoh with four little words, let my people go. And as a result of his obedience and the presence of the pillar of fire, the presence of the Holy Spirit, millions were set free. And the next 40 years was full of the miracles and the power of God to set people free from the land of bondage unto the promised land. Today is your day. You may have watched a lot of uh, YouTube and Facebook, and you have seen and heard a lot of uh, words spoken. But I want to tell you, today is that special day. Today is the day where you can receive the Holy Spirit and fire. But let us start with the first step first. If you have not received Jesus as your own personal Savior, now is the time to do it. All you need to do is say, Jesus, I'm a sinner. I need you. Thank you because you are the gift of the Father for my salvation. I ask you to come into my life, forgive me, and be my savior from this moment on. And if you have done that, now is your time to receive the Holy Spirit and fire. Like John the Baptist said to the people, I baptize you unto water, but he that will come after me will baptize you unto the Holy Spirit and fire. Jesus said, ask if a father or mother, the children ask for bread, they will never give them stone. If they ask for fish, they won't give them a scorpion. They will give them what they need and what they ask. So Jesus said, if you ask the Father, he will give you the Holy Spirit. So right now, wherever you are, I want you to just raise up your right hand as a sign of surrender and put your left hand on your heart. And by doing that, you are agreeing with me, with Benji and with Daniela, Jason, and everybody that is there that right now the Lord will send to you and release to you the fresh anointing of the Holy Spirit and fire. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for all my friends that are raising their hand, that are putting their hands on their heart and opening their heart to you. In the name of Jesus, I release the Holy Spirit and fire upon their life. Receive the Holy Ghost. And Lord Jesus, I thank you for your presence. As you speak to Moses from the burning bush, from now on, speak to your people here, Lord Jesus, in dreams and in vision, in an audible voice, in whichever way you choose. But let them hear your voice. Let them obey you from this day on by bringing your love and sharing the gospel with their neighbors and from their neighbors to the nations. In the name of Jesus, I pray right now, Lord Jesus, that your presence, like a pillar of fire, will follow your people. And just like you said to the disciples in Mount Galilee, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me, uh, to me. So now go unto all the nations to preach the gospel and I will be with you wherever you go. So this meeting here is not only for you and I to be encouraged and to receive the Holy Ghost, Holy Ghost and fire, but from here, God wants to release us to bring the gospel unto the nations. And Lord, I pray that you fill the heart with passion. First and foremost, passion for you. And secondly, passion for the lost. So that by the fire of the Holy Spirit, they will be propelled to bring this gospel to their neighbors, to the nations for your honor and glory. And they will live in this stream of revival 
this river of the revival, revival that will flow from them. Just like you said, Jesus, if anybody drink from this water out of the inmost being, shall flow rivers of living water. So right now I release each one of you who are watching here. Let the river of life flow out from you to the deserts out there in the world, people who doesn't know Jesus, so that they too will receive life and life everlasting. Thank you, Jesus, for the fire of the Holy Spirit that you release to your people right now as we thank you and bless you in your mighty name, Lord Jesus, to the glory of the Father by, by the propelling power and presence of the Holy Spirit. Amen and amen and amen. Oh, yeah. That was so powerful. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> I think we, we had Nearly drunk. undone. <laughs> <laughs> Well, while 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 you're doing that, <laughs> let 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 me share with you something that the Holy Spirit uh, put in my heart for the broadcast here this morning. Um, the book of Ephesians chapter four, verse thirteen, speaks about. Uh, no, let's start from verse twelve here. Oh, eleven. It was he, Jesus, who gave some to be apostles, some prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers. Now, we as, a, in, as Christians always speak about the fivefold ministries, uh, the apostles, the prophets, the teachers. That's all good. But if we read here in the Bible, those people in the fivefold ministries, they are the people that the Bible calls they are the foundation of the church. Mm -hmm. So apostles and uh, prophet and evangelists and teachers and pastors, we are here to reach the people. We are here to bring them to the Lord. Yeah. But that is not the end of our ministry. Mm -hmm. You see foundations. If you see a tall building in Chiang Mai or in Paris or London, New York, and you see a 50 uh, story building. Well, the foundation of the building if you find a tall building and you see the foundation on the top of the building, mm -hmm. I suggest you get out of that building. Don't go in. You know why? Because if the foundation is in the top of the building, the whole building will, will collapse. Mm -hmm. Do you know where the foundation is? It is underground. Mm -hmm. The taller the building, the deeper underground the foundation is mm -hmm. or are. And so we that have been called as pastors, evangelists, prophets, whatever that is, our place is not in the top of the building. Mm -hmm. we, are not, we are not supposed to allow people to put us in the pedestal. You know, let me tell you another story before I come back to this. When Peter and John, in the book of Acts chapter 3, they went to the temple. And remember, Peter spoke to the man that has been crippled uh, since birth. He said, you know, yes. silver and gold mm -hmm. I don't have. But yes. what I have, yes. in the name of Jesus, rise mm -hmm. and walk. So the mm -hmm. man was healed. And everybody was excited. Mm -hmm. But the following uh, verses said, the people, they were astounded. They're mm -hmm. dumbfounded, according to the past uh, other translation. They were excited. Mm -hmm. They were excited because of the miracle. You know, you see a miracle, a man that hasn't been walking for all his life. And mm -hmm. he's been sitting there day in, day out. And you knew him. And now all of a sudden, he's jumping. He's uh, praising the Lord. Of course, that is exciting. So everybody <laughs> was excited. And of course, they look at Peter and they said, man, these two, Peter and John. And this is what Peter said to them. Hey, why are you excited about the miracle? Mm -hmm. Why are you excited about us as if we are gods or something? Yeah. And Peter said to them, this miracle happened not because of us. Yeah. This miracle happened because the one that God sent to you, his name was Jesus. He mm -hmm. was born. He was crucified. He was buried and he rose again from the dead. He is mm -hmm. the father's gift to you. It is Jesus. You see, we as human beings has the tendency to get excited about the miracle yes. or to yes. get excited mm -hmm. about the apostles. Mm -hmm. But Jesus said, no, no, no. Don't get excited about the miracle. Don't get excited about us, the apostles. Get yes. excited about the one that came from heaven to bring us all to heaven. His yes. name is Jesus. And so it is very important for all of you and for all of us that as the Lord called us as evangelists in the ministry, you there, Dan uh, Danielle and Benji and all of you here, mm -hmm. it is our responsibility, according to 
verse 13 here so that we can build and prepare God's people or the saints for the work of the ministry. Yes. So I'm happy that you are watching right now and I'm glad that the Holy Spirit has come upon you. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that you love Jesus and you're going to obey him. But to mm-hmm. obey Jesus, you have to do what the disciples did. Right. They left Galilee. Thomas went all the way to India mm-hmm. and the rest of the disciples went unto different parts of the world. That mm-hmm. is why today <clears throat> there are billions of people in the world that mm-hmm. are listening to the gospel. When the revival started in my island 55 years ago, Mm. When we are praying that night, the Holy Spirit came down. Just like in the book of Acts, mm. we heard the sound of the wind. We saw fire came down upon us. But that night, the Lord spoke to us. And of course, we are excited. You know, we are happy. We have a goosebump, if you want to call it that way. But the Lord <laughs> said to us, tomorrow morning, you go to the villages and preach the gospel. Mm. And we did it. The next day, we went out. And you know what happened? We haven't stopped yet. The Dutch missionaries came to my island. And for 60 years, they preached the gospel Mm. and 80,000 people joined the church. Wonderful. But in six months time, six Mm. months time, not the missionaries, but the normal, ordinary people from the Mm. church that were filled with the Holy Ghost, the saints, as the Bible called us here, the people in the pews, as we released them to go preach the gospel. Mm. In the first six months, we have 80,000 people. Wow. Came to Jesus. Six Sixty wow. years with the missionaries. Sixty years. Six, six months. Wow. Six months with the people. Wow. So it is very important for us to remember. It is our responsibility. It is our privilege, not only to serve Jesus and share Jesus by ourselves to others, but we need to encourage and prepare God's people yes. for the work of the ministry. Uh-huh. We are the foundation. Mm-hmm. We are way underground. We don't have to be known. We don't have to be um, applauded. Mm -hmm. But we are there to support, to build, so that the saints can rise and Mm -hmm. build the structure of the church in this generation. Because you see, the church is not a building. That is why, in a way, this lockdown that we're all going through is is good. I'm not saying it's good, good, but it's a blessing in disguise. You know why? Mm -hmm. Because it forced all of us not to congregate in one a building, praising the Lord, and then forget the loss. Now we are forced not to come to the building, but mm. we are forced to go out there. And when mm. we are out there with the people, this is our opportunity to share the gospel with them. So this is a good time. This is a great time. The prophet Isaiah said, darkness cover the earth mm. and deep darkness the people. But he said, rise, mm. because the glory of the Lord has shined upon you. So this is our opportunity here, church, to rise and shine. Let us go from glory to glory. Because the Bible said the path of the righteous shine brighter and brighter. And for our path to shine brighter, we need not just to go ourselves as ministers that God has called. I appreciate you, Benji and Daniela, and what you have done in Asia. Thank you for coming to my part of the world. But now is the time. To prepare the folks. That's why I like how you talk about kingdom family multiplication. Mm-hmm. And the way we multiply, well, we multiply just like the little boy. He gave the little that he has. Jesus multiplied. We right. gave our life to Jesus. But Jesus wants to multiply by using us to equip the saints to go out for the work of the ministry. Mm-hmm. So the time has come not only for the apostles, the prophets, the teachers, the pastors, the evangelists. It is the time has come for the people in the churches to go out, share mm-hmm. the gospel, for the grandma that go to the market, you know, to talk to the other grandma, to talk to the children, to the grandchildren, for the mamas to share with other mamas about Jesus, for the young people to share with the other young people in universities, for the people who work in the bank, who work uh, with the government, the people in the army, the people who are doing what they're doing, wherever you are, I release you in the name of Jesus unto the fullness of your destiny. Let us encourage and prepare the rest of the God's people so that Mm -hmm. they can go out and share Jesus and share the gospel with others. Because you know what? We have 7 billion plus people in the world today. And Benji and Daniela, if you and I are the only one who preach this gospel, well, we will do good. (laughs) We can only reach so many. Now, Mm -hmm. praise God with the Zoom here, we reach more people. 
But we can only reach so many people. But mm-hmm. as we encourage others out there to go and share the gospel, many mm-hmm. more people will come to the Lord Jesus Christ. So that is why it is very important that yes. in this time, this period that we're all alive today here, mm-hmm. not just us going to do, to do the work of the ministry by ourselves. Mm-hmm. Let us encourage, let us release the multitude these mm-hmm. untapped resources, as I would like to call it. Mm-hmm. People who are sitting there in the pews, yes, they have been blessed. But remember, they're blessed to be a blessing. They're going to be on their way to heaven. Wonderful. Mm-hmm. But what about the millions that have never heard the gospel yet? Mm-hmm. You know, they too need to know Jesus. There are millions of them out there. And mm-hmm. the only way they can hear Jesus and know about Jesus and embrace him is that all of us, each one of us, use this opportunity in this lifetime because mm-hmm. you know this life is temporal one of these days we wouldn't be here anymore mm-hmm. but eternity is waiting for all of us and so let us not just go there alone let mm-hmm. us bring in as many as we can all our neighbors and all our friends and all mm-hmm. our families let us bring in the millions unto the kingdom of god because mm-hmm. that will bring joy to the heart of the father mm-hmm. so good Thank you so much. We have some live questions from the audience. And right. uh, Raja, I hope I'm saying this name correct, uh, would love to know how does your prayer life look like? Um, let me uh, say it this way. I know that uh, the question uh, needs an answer, but I, uh, I want you to uh, remember if I tell you the formula, mm. then the formula will cause you to have a program or a ritual. If I tell mm-hmm. you pray five times a week or six <laughs> times and pray at six o'clock and 12 and whatever, then all of a sudden you do it. Mm-hmm. Not that it is wrong uh, mm-hmm. to have a schedule or a program. Th- that's not the point. Mm-hmm. But if I gave you a formula, then you end up doing a ritual. Mm-hmm. So. I wouldn't, uh, I don't want to answer this question by telling you, do this, do this, and do that. I would like to answer it this way. Maintain your personal, intimate, loving relationship with Jesus. Mm -hmm. When you do that, the Holy Spirit that he has given you, that dwell in you, will be your helper. He will speak to you, and he will say to you, okay, this morning I want you to read from Psalm 23. I want you to pray for uh, your mother in New Delhi. I want you to uh, send a text or an email to somebody in Johannesburg. Or, you know, let the Holy Spirit guide and lead you in our daily devotion, in our daily walk with Jesus, in our prayer time. Now, of course, it is good to have a set time. Uh, sometimes uh, that helps us because that's how discipline come about. You know, if you are just you know, don't have any uh, structure, so to speak, uh, then you just kind of flow along and, and nothing happened because there's so many distractions from life. So I'm not saying it is wrong to have a, uh, a way to do it. But yes. all I'm saying is this, don't make it a ritual. Yes. Make it a life relationship with the Lord. Listen mm-hmm. to the Holy Spirit every day as what he wants you to do and obey him. And by doing that, you will be able to flow you know, mm-hmm. uh, the river starts from the mountain, but the mm-hmm. river flow. It flows down the mountain. It goes uh, down the corner. The mm-hmm. scenery changes, but the water of life in the river it will bring life all the way to the uh, mm-hmm. regions, the mm-hmm. desert, so that the harvest can come and uh, blessings uh, uh, can be released. So it yeah. is most important that um, we be listening to the voice of the Holy Spirit and obey Him, because I believe this generation, your generation, is the generation that will see the greatest harvest that the church has ever seen, bar none. You know why? Because there are 7 billion people alive today. In the time of Paul and Peter, oh, they probably have 100 million, I don't know exactly the number, but 100 million, 200 million people uh, in those days, wonderful. But we have 7 billion people. We have the potential and the possibility to reach millions and millions for the kingdom and experience and see the greatest harvest in our time. So be a part of it. Go for it. Because this is your destiny. This is your call. 
And this is the reason mm -hmm. that you're born. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much. This is a Next great question, answer. please. Someone, Jan was asking, how do we walk with Jesus as our center 24 hours a day? I can do this for a while only, not that I forget him. Well, uh, let us do it's it this daily. Like, how do I walk through the day uh, with the, just the awareness of Jesus in my heart? Well, uh, I think, Jan, you asked that question. Uh, that is a normal way of thinking for all of us human beings you're thinking about time you're thinking about oh right now should i think of jesus well if i eat or if i drive the car or if i'm going somewhere will i forget him look at your relationship with jesus not as um rule as um uh, i'll do this and i'll do that look at it as a flow of relationship uh, look at it uh, not as uh, a time constrained things that you're doing but look at it as him living in you, you loving him. You can sit in the airplane and you can read a book and you can still love Jesus. You can still be thinking of him. And it doesn't mean that you can't think of anything else. Let uh, the awareness of his presence uh, be with you. And don't put yourself in a guilt trip. Oh, you know, I'm doing this today and I'm with the grandchildren or I'm with a friend and I forget about Jesus. Don't put yourself in that kind of box. Remember just to flow with him. Just love him. If you have a chance to talk with him uh, in prayer, do that. If not, in your mind. If not, live your life with him because he and the Holy Spirit is in you. And as wherever you go, you carry him. Wherever you go, when the opportunity arises, you share him. When there's no opportunity at that time, don't sweat it. Just let it be. The opportunity will come. He will show you the way and you live on your life in freedom, flowing with the Holy Spirit and loving Jesus the rest of the, your day. Don't worry about, oh, am I going to miss him now? No, 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 no. Just, just love him. Just say, Jesus, I'm yours. From this moment to the day I enter glory, I'll always be yours. So whatever I do, cleaning house, sharing the gospel, driving, go fishing, whatever it is, I'm always will be with you and I'll always love you because your love for me is everlasting. One last question, please. Yeah, wow, that is so good. So um, we, we are coming to the end of our time here, but it's been so inspirational. Mm -hmm. you, you have such a wealth of what you carry. Um, we are actually giving away your book uh, today, Like a Mighty Wind. Oh, and oh, I know like I've, I've just read, it's just been millions of copies sold. Um, what was it about that, that it just was sold so many, many, many times? Well, I tell you the secret that not very many people know. When the book was written about 50 years ago, in those days, uh, the church wasn't very much aware, not all, but mm. the miracles are something that is um, not quite uh, spoken of or believed for in the church. Mm. And so there's a lot of people at that time that uh, wrote articles, you know, in America and said, oh, this is not true, this doesn't happen, blah, blah, blah. So basically there's a lot of persecution at that time. People mm -hmm. wrote terrible things about me and like a mighty wind and all that, but mm -hmm. they didn't realize that the bad press that they released was the tool that Jesus used wow. to get the attention of many and yeah. because some people said, hey, why are people so upset about this book like am I doing? Why they, you know, uh, write all the terrible thing about it? And so the people who probably wouldn't have read the book, they <laughs> were drawn to it. And those who read it, they just spread it uh, to all their friends. And of course, it is the Holy Spirit that uh, really touched the heart of people. And so from there it goes from one place to the other. I just remember meeting with a pastor friend here from Vietnam here the other day or last year, he said, you know, uh, Pastor Mel, we translated like a mighty wind into Vietnam. This is some years back. And he said, uh, a million and a half people come to know Jesus because of that. So, you know, uh, the Holy Spirit is the one who took that book and spread it all over the world, all over the nation. So, you know, the enemy might try to do whatever he wants to do to stop, but they can't stop. Look at it like this. If the river is flowing, 
and then somebody come and put a dam on the river. Well, we might be afraid and said, oh, now the river can't flow anymore. But that's not true. If somebody put a dam on the river, you know what's going to happen? It might stop the river for a while, but mm -hmm. a big lake is going to be built behind the dam and the water will rise. And then you can let the water from the, from the lake go to the canal and it mm -hmm. goes to uh, the agricultural areas. And the mm -hmm. big uh, lake there can become a place where people can go swimming and uh, fishing and uh, go water skiing and whatnot. So mm -hmm. the dam can never stop the river. It only built a new lake and it only caused the, uh, the lake to rise and mm -hmm. uh, become uh, water a lot of areas so that the harvest can grow. So the devil mm -hmm. cannot stop what God has done. Darkness mm -hmm. cannot eliminate light. Only mm -hmm. light dispel darkness. We are in a winning uh, place because mm -hmm. we are not fighting for victory. We are fighting from victory that Jesus has accomplished in the cross. Mm -hmm. From victory to victory. Mm -hmm. This is your destiny. Wow. Amen. Amen. So could you maybe take some time to pray? We have a lot of people who have sent in their prayer requests. Some of them are for their loved ones who are not yet in the kingdom. Some of them are for healing in their bodies and for just um, family members and mm. things like that. We have a section in the Facebook page, so mm -hmm. people just put in their requests. Yeah, could okay. you just release what? Yeah, I would I, I like to pray right now, but mm. I want to encourage those of you who send in your prayer requests. Yes. If you are praying for somebody to be healed and you are next to them, I want you to lay your hands on them right now and pray. Mm -hmm. Or if they're not there, don't worry about it. Let us believe God together. This is faith and prayer together. We pray mm -hmm. for the healing Father in the name of Jesus. Mm -hmm. I release your healing power upon those who are sick right now. Lord, time and distance has no bearing for you. So right mm -hmm. now, stretch your forth your hand, Lord Jesus. And in the name of Jesus, we speak healing and mm -hmm. release your healing power upon those who are sick cancer whatever situation be healed in the mighty name of jesus and lord for those who have families and friends that doesn't know you yet i pray holy spirit that use my friends here to use anybody to just speak your name and your love to them so that their heart will be open to accept you as their own personal savior from this moment on any right. miracle anything that is needed out there all the requests that are coming in now through your facebook in the name of jesus lord you know them all benji and daniela and i we agree together that mm -hmm. right now the power of god is released the grace of god is reaching you right now the presence of god will change your situation from mm -hmm. darkness to light from sickness to healing from lostness to salvation mm -hmm. in the mighty name of jesus receive and mm -hmm. praise his holy name mm -hmm. amen amen Wow. Now, I know that God has touched you, and I just want to encourage you. When uh, the miracle takes place, contact uh, Benji and Daniela there. Mm -hmm. You know the website or whatever. Just mm -hmm. let them know yes. and tell them what God has done. Tell yes. your neighbors. And I just want to say, this is the best generation to be alive. Yes. This is your time to go from glory to glory. Mm -hmm. Rise wow. and shine because Jesus is alive. Yes. He loves you. And yes. if he can walk with me and I can walk with him for 55 years, yeah. you have at least 50 years going forward wow. to make a difference <laughs> in your generation, yes. in your neighborhood, in your nations, and yeah. in this planet Earth wow. for the glory of God. Yes. Hey, I love you guys. This guy's writing your testimonies on the Facebook page as you've written the requests, uh, put in the testimonies. We really want to hear them. And uh, we just really appreciate you. Uncle Mel, we thank you for who you are. Um, I remember when you were sharing just now, I, I was reminded that you were saying that's a big reason why you're still traveling so much of your time because you want to see so many younger people mobilized. Yes. And so we, we just want to emphasize this. You're such an inspiration. I want to go all the way, 74 years old and beyond. So yeah, <laughs> thank you for, for being this forerunner. We really, really uh, admire that and appreciate it. And we take the challenge for us. Yes. So thank well, you so much for let, coming. Let's put it this way. Uh, <laughs> When, when, when you listen to me here, I want you to think this way. 
<laughs> Jesus, if you can do it with Uncle Mel or Papa Mel, you can do it with me. Yes. He can do it with you. So go for yeah. it. Uh -huh. So good, so, so good. good. How can people Let's find out about your ministry? Like, how can they find more? Like, is there a website? www.meltari.com Yeah, meltari.com or worldmission.in worldmission.in Okay. Yeah. Worldmission.in Super. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. All right. Thank, thank you, you so for much. Thank you. With us. Bless you Love you. And Bless thank you. Thank everybody for joining. Yes. Yes. Bye-bye. 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 Bye. Wow. That was so awesome. What an inspirational time yeah. we've had just now. Mm -hmm. But this is a five-day challenge. Yes. And so we'll have some action steps. Mm -hmm. And they will be coming up right now. Ask the Holy Spirit to highlight a certain attribute of who God is. It could be God, your provider, your healer, your friend, your loving father, your savior. Focus your thoughts on this, na on this nature of who God is and ask the Holy Spirit to make this revelation go deeper into your heart. Really let this sink in. Yeah, that's for you. And then the second one uh, is this for others. Tomorrow we want to join Go 2020. It's the Go Day and share Jesus with at least one person. You could share with them the certain nature of who God is to you from step one. Share something that Jesus has done for you and make sure to share Jesus, the Savior, to, to them, you know. How, how he is for you. So faith and go day. And we just want to just quickly refer to this. Uh, Jason and I, we are involved with Go 2020. It's a mobilization. We've touched on it the other day to mobilize 100 million believers to reach uh, 1 billion souls in this year. And we've, the stats show it, what happened so far. There was 51 million believers who were actively reaching out. 277 million people were reached out of that and 2.3 million decisions for Jesus Christ so far as of middle of June, where we are at right wow. now. So we just wanna encourage you. Tomorrow is, we do the last Saturday of every month. It's, it's kind of the 90 days of hope that we do uh, since the month of May, the month of miracles we had. And now uh, tomorrow is, is just an opportunity to reach that one person uh, from your heart to touch to touch life. So June 27 is a go day. Then July 25 is the last Saturday of July. And then a global day of hope in August, uh, on August 29th, Saturday. So just want to inspire you to be part of this one billion soul harvest. Let, let us be involved. Let us be active. Let us make a difference in this world. So so, so cool. good. Yeah. And we have a winner of the book of Maltari. Yes. It's the number 4,321. 4, and your name is Christine Geisen. And the book, Like a Mighty Wind, talks about the story of God's powerful revival in Indonesia, serves as a reminder to all believers that the Spirit of God manifests in our world now as it did in the earliest days of the church. Wow, wow, wow. Congratulations, Congratulations Christine. And whoever wants to buy it, and you know, you can definitely find out what a mighty wind, a powerful book that has been sold millions of times. Guys, we are coming to the end of this five-day challenge. We've reached it, actually, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So the last uh, broadcast here uh, for the month of June. Um, I hope it was just so inspirational. We've had a lot of testimonies from people, from friends, just saying every day was just so wonderful, so powerful. We we look back and we rewatched, and we're, we were deeply, deeply impacted in this week from these mighty men and women of God. I hope you did too. I hope you can even revisit. And, and so we, we come to this end, but actually we decided to do something today. We wanted to give you a, like a, 
heads up of what's coming next. We, we have already talked as uh, our core team, the three couples, we want to do another uh, uh, challenge, uh, end of September, beginning of October. And we just want to share more to you. But we decided to do this in the Facebook group. Like we, we've been cross posting just now, but we won't do that. We, we just want to meet you in five, seven minutes to come onto uh, that the Facebook page. If you haven't joined, do that because there's so much interaction there. There is so much fun and we want you involved to even let us know from the feed who you would like to uh, bring in as a speaker or who you would say, let, let's tackle this speaker or that speaker who we might not even think about. So we just want to journey this with you. We are a family together. It's a, it's a growing family globally, 18 nations involved. It's so exciting. And we just want to yeah, spur you on to, to journey with us, to be a voice in this as well. And so we'll be meeting you in a few minutes on our Facebook page. If you haven't joined, you know, go on right now. Uh, Five-day challenges. Uh, just come on the Five-day challenges group and we'll have a wonderful time together. Just a short other session with some infos for the future. So we love you guys. We may did it. <laughs> Bless you guys <laughs> and see you another time or in, a, in five minutes. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bless you. Wow. We are at the end of our five-day challenge. We hope you were greatly encouraged and inspired in God. Once again, we want to thank you for joining us here. And let's also give a huge, huge thank you to all of our wonderful guest speakers, hosts, and so many people working behind the scenes to make this five-day challenge become a reality. We will never be the same. Finally, please make sure you share your email with us at 5daychallenges.com so we can notify you of our next five-day challenge. See you then.